0: hi everyone welcome back to another episode of senior living today with so many options available in senior living deciding what type of community and care level is best for your loved one can be overwhelming and even confusing on our last episode we discussed memory care and memory support communities if you missed that episode be sure to go back and listen Today, Jason French and Jamie Shaw will be joining us to talk about healthcare centers, also commonly referred to as skilled nursing centers. Thank you both for joining me today.
1: Hey, glad to be here.
0: Thank you. All right, so let's start out with some of the basics. What type of care is offered in a healthcare center?
1: You know, from in, in healthcare centers or SNFs or skilled nursing facilities, as you referred to them as, are really set up to be post-acute stays after hospitalizations. And there's also a long-term care component for those that need uh, more care, more, more physical care than what maybe an assisted living would be able to provide. So, uh, but for the most part, when you're in a healthcare center, you're there for you know, post-acute rehab stays, whether that's an exacerbation from you know, COPD, CHF, or maybe a broken hip or something like that due to uh, fall. So 24-hour nursing care and rehabilitation services are, you know, kind of the, you know, Reader's Digest version of what's, you know, being uh, taken care of and offered in a healthcare center.
0: So just for clarification for our listeners who are maybe new to this and navigating this process, um, we did mention both a skilled nursing facility, commonly referred to as SNF, and we've also said healthcare center. So can you just clarify for listeners, is there any difference between those two? Are the terms just used interchangeably in this industry?
1: Um, I think I think you can, you know, it's safe to say that they're really used interchangeably. I think the term healthcare center is maybe transforming into more of a place of more rehab in, in the nomenclature, but for the most part, skilled nursing facility and healthcare center can be used interchangeably between the two.
0: All right. So now let's get into the type of care offered. Um, so healthcare centers provide both short-term rehab and long-term care. Can you explain the differences between those two types of care and when someone might need short-term rehab versus when they might need long-term care? So somebody coming to us looking for a short-term rehab is typically
2: going to be coming from a, a post-acute hospital stay, um, looking to get a little bit more therapy and care until they are well enough to go home Um, versus our long-term care is gonna be for our community members who need that extra level of care that is provided in a skilled nursing facility, um, the 24-hour round-the-clock care um, for the long-term, they're unable to return home.
0: So I know that Western Reserve Masonic Communities Healthcare Center offers physical, occupational, and speech therapies. Can you explain the difference between each of those types of therapies and what care is provided with them?
1: So they're all different modalities or skill sets that are happening within therapy services. So when you talk about occupational therapy, you're really talking about things that have to do with your hands. And like. We work on things like folding laundry, working in the kitchen, those things that are part of activities of daily living that we are doing to be able to manipulate stuff that you and I take for granted that maybe after a stroke, you have to really work your way through. Uh, When you think physical therapy, really, you want to think about, you know, core things like standing up, core muscle strength walking, things of that nature that are more physical in nature. Uh, And then speech therapy really refers to, you know, a lot of folks think, oh, you think about, you know, maybe a a young child that might have a speech impediment and working through that. Well, yes, that is part of speech therapy, but speech therapy is also working on cognition for folks that are recovering from maybe a, uh, a stroke or folks with memory care deficits, and learning how to resequence and learn things, and, and of course also the normal things that happen, you know, like someone with a stroke that might have a swallowing deficit, and learning to teach and retrain the muscles in the in the neck and in the mouth how to work together to you know swallow appropriately. You know, all these things that you know, folks that maybe not have an affliction um, or an issue at the time, we all take for granted as things that our body just does, and and they really aren't things that our body just does. Our entire life we're learning how to do these things, and you know, PT and OT and speech therapy are really those specialty skill sets that help us be able to kind of relearn or learn a new way on how to do something based off of, you know, our health status and where we might be at today.
0: So when families are trying to decide where to send their loved ones for rehab or long term care, what should they be looking for? What kinds of questions should they be asking?
1: My number one thing that I tell Anybody, when they are looking for a skilled nursing facility, or or really anything, assisted living is. Ask yourself the question: How far am I willing to drive away from my home and in my normal day of routine for the family member who is going to be the most responsible and involved person in that person's care? A lot of folks will say, "We'll make a choice and say, you know, if I live thirty minutes away from mom." that, oh, mom's friends from church will go and visit her when she's in her rehab stay. And that might be true once or twice. But then, you know, between getting off of work to go see mom and then go to soccer practice or football practice and be able to do your normal routine life. So number one, my, my suggestion to folks is to find a building that is close and convenient to their routine for the person who's going to be most involved. Uh, number two, we're all rated by the same system uh, through the Center for Medicare Services, and there's a, a five-star rating, and it has everybody's, you know, most recent health inspections. It takes into account, you know, staffing patterns and things of that nature uh, that go into that. And then number three, and all of that, have a plan before you need it. Know where you want to go and have an idea of that before it becomes an emergency situation to make that choice. Uh, and that might involve just doing some touring of some of the local folks that are places that are near you. Uh, you don't want to be in a situation where you've never been inside a building and then making a choice on a sheet of paper from a social worker at the hospital that says, OK, today's the time to discharge to go to a rehab center. Please make your selection from this list. Uh, and that's how that works and I don't folks are not prepared for that when that choice happens and you want to be able to be as knowledgeable as you can ahead of time and be ready for that to happen. And so many folks are not prepared for for that choice to be made and and are really kind of ill-equipped when they're making that decision. So do your research ahead of time. Find a spot that is convenient to you and for, for the person that's going to be spending the most time working with that person's care. Um, and then, you know, tour them ahead of time if you can. And, and that, that's my piece of advice for anybody that's making those, those decisions on that.
2: I think you can tell a lot by going going into the facility, seeing how well engaged the staff are, um, seeing how engaged the residents are um, and really just just walking the building um, will, will really tell a lot about the facility.
0: So is insurance typically accepted for these types of care? Yes.
2: Um, so if you're coming for a, a short-term rehab stay, typically insurance, um, either your Medicare A or your supplementary insurance is going to cover that stay. There are, you know, a variety of insurances that are accepted. Um, so that's something that the hospital team can work with you on um, getting the authorization and and covering the the stay through insurance.
0: So, I know that Western Reserve Masonic Community recently constructed a brand new healthcare center. Can you tell us a little bit about the new building? How many suites it has? Are those rooms private?
1: Yeah, we're we're super excited about the new healthcare center. Uh, It was the first part of our phase of what is an overall $50 million project on our campus. Um, And uh, the healthcare center, we wanted to ensure that we were kind of breaking the mold in how. Our types of facilities and buildings uh, are designed. We really took a model that was in combined customer service aspects and, and, and then also how does this impact the patient? And the, and the decision that we kind of looked at our lens through everything was how do we provide better patient care? And and, and we made an assumption that our aesthetics and the amenities inside the rooms were going to be second to none. But what can we do in our world to provide better care through our design? And, you know, that comes by creating efficiencies, you know, uh, not unlike, you know, most lines of, of business and service. You know, you provide better customer service and better service in general by making your team members more efficient. Uh, and that doesn't mean that we're robotic, but that means that, you know, how can we make ease of access to the items that our team members need to have access to, to be able to spend more time with our community members? And a, a really great example of this, and I'll let Jamie talk about the amenities and, and what's in the rooms, but one of the my favorite examples of what we've done to create efficiencies in our care model is to take the medication administration and place that happening directly in the room. So, in every single room in our healthcare center, there's a laptop um, and a barcode scanner, and all the medications for that individual patient are in that room with that community member. Um, and if you've been in a hospital stay, you know where there's a, ner- a central nurse station. Never been, if you've never been in one before, you know when you're doing traditional medication administration, the medications are locked in a cart. In the hallway, uh, or they're at the nurse's station, and their nurse has to take the cart down the hallway, and they're doing all of this work and charting. Uh, And on average, it takes about takes about fifteen minutes per person to administer medications by one nurse on average, Uh, and that happens about three or four times a day, depending on the patient and what they have going on with them. And all of that in almost every other healthcare center, all of that time is spent outside the patient's room. By putting that timeline back into that room, we're averaging about 48 additional minutes of direct patient contact with the nurse into every single patient every single day. So 48 more minutes in the presence with, communicating with, working with that patient on a daily basis. That's an astronomical increase in the average amount of time spent with that patient during medication administration. So we probably went from on average three to five minutes of direct patient time per instance. So probably 16 minutes a day to 48 minutes a day. And that's just one of the many examples of the things that we've done with the design of the building to, to make us uh, more efficient and create a better care model for that. And you know, and and the amenities are cool. I'll let Jamie talk about, you know, what's happening inside the room as well.
2: Yeah, so all of our rooms are um, beautifully appointed private suites with private baths. Um, they all come with um, private refrigerator for, for personal items. We do have ceiling lifts inside the rooms, which, um, again, kind of help with efficiency of care. The really cool thing in our short-term rehab rooms are our med beds. Um, We have just state-of-the-art beds that have capability to transfer our residents without ever lying hands on them, um, can get them from a lying position to a standing position. Um, They're just really um, incredible beds, ones you've never seen anywhere else. Um, but we also have efficiencies for our families. Uh, A lot of times when you come to visit, family want to do their own laundry for for their loved ones. Um, We actually have the capability, we have washers and dryers in the facility for families to use so that they can also have that extra time at the bedside and can be visiting with their loved one while they're doing the laundry if if that's a a feature that they choose to use. Obviously, we'll we'll do laundry if not, Um, but if they would like to be in control of the laundry, them that extra time to do that while they're visiting. Um, and then just outside of the rooms, all of our, our wonderful other um, features of our, our state-of-the-art therapy gym, um, dining areas, everything is, is just really um, designed with the residents and families in mind for, for their comfort and, um, and their convenience.
0: So one of the other features of Western Reserve Masonic Community is that it is a CCRC, uh, which stands for Continuing Care Retirement Community. Uh, so if one of your independent or assisted living community members were to need rehab or long-term care at some point, would they be able to move into the health care center at your community? Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. And, and even as a priority, you know, when we have someone from our campus that goes out you know, to the hospital. You know, with a planned or, or unplanned stay, that's part of being part of our organization is that you never you never have to leave, um, and we make sure that we take care of, of the folks that are from our campus as as our own, just like we would want uh, any any family member to be taken care of. So, there's definitely a priority in making sure that we can provide those services to our own community members over, you know, maybe the general public. You know, uh, we want to make sure that we take care of our own.
0: So as we close today, is there any other advice or tips that you would give to a family searching for short-term rehab or long-term care for their loved ones? Um, I think Jason really um, spoke
2: well to it. It's do your research. Um, that That's the best advice. Um, the more you go around and tour facilities, the more questions you ask, the more you start to become educated on the process. and and can start to compare those different answers that you receive. Um, Nursing Home Compare, Jason mentioned on um, the Centers for Medicare Services website, will give detailed information about survey history, about quality measures, staffing. Um, Those are all really important things to know when you're looking for a care facility in order to help determine what type of level of care is being provided.
1: And I think I would add to that too, is that do your research, do it ahead of time. Don't wait for the hospital stay because you will no one we never have enough time. And speaking from experience, we never have enough time to make those decisions when when we have to, you know, when and, and and no one's ever, you know, really ready to discharge from the hospital when the insurance when when the insurance provider says it's time for you to go or the case manager says it's time to go. You know, there's there's not always a lot of time to be able to do that work when you're in the moment. And so doing that stuff ahead of time and having a plan is is really, I think, the biggest key for that. You know, Don't wait until there's an emergent choice to be made. Do it ahead of time and know where, know where it is that you think would be the best place for you when that time comes.
0: Well, I want to thank you both again for joining me today. Um, if our listeners missed any of the episodes in this special four-part series, please be sure to go back and listen. As always, subscribe to the Senior Living Today podcast so you don't ever miss an episode. Thank you all for listening and we will be back again in two weeks.